Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Gag, a spoof cast where I, Joshua Simon, and the gubernatorial alcoholic gummy bear discuss scary movies and um, why One Million Moms never quite has one million people speaking for it. Um, <laughs> 4,000 is very close Four, to It's right. And um, among other things we discuss here at The Gag on the comfy couch, um, we discuss these things to figure out why shopping malls were so important to us and why they're the, the gayest day. place on the, on, the, on the planet shopping malls really are quite gay yeah at least for us when we were growing up uh, uh, before we get into that yes. let me introduce my guest he's a performer uh, and yeah. a, and a creator in the area um his Credits include. Oh no, no, we're not going to do credits. We're not going to do credits. All we'll say is she's beauty. She's Grace. She'll put her hairy shoulders right up in your face. Yes, she will. Her name is Greg Atkin. Hello, darling. It's a pleasure to be on your comfy, comfy couch. Thank you. I'm glad your voice came back. Thank you. I just got over laryngitis, so the fact that I can even produce these mouth sounds is fantastic. Small mouth sounds. I love it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what? turned you gay this week um so uh i'm doing a christmas carol right now <gasps> up, up in baltimore and the wonderful thing that, oh yeah thing that made me gay as fuck this week was the coat i wear is a ten thousand dollar mongolian handmade crushed velvet green coat you memorized all of I these have adjectives memorized everything about it that's because glorious. i look stunning in it and i look snatched at the waist oh it, it, i mean body dysmorphia that's queer as fuck right it's so, real like, thing it makes me feel fantastic about myself that's and I live awesome. my best life in that coat, I think. Oh, That's what's made me gay as fuck this week. And it was Mongolian and fur. velvet it's, and crushed it, it, and fur. And, and sassy. Oh, yeah, come on, come on, Joseph. And, yes. And, yes, and Ms. Joseph. green and red and yellow and blue. Da-na-na, da-na. Mm-hmm. All right, that was for you musical theater queens out there. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an amazing gem you sent me. Also, okay. oh, well, actually, shit, before we get into that, yes, yes, we yes, should yes. also discuss um, what made you anxious this week. Oh, well, fantastic. I had laryngitis for the first two <laughs> weeks of a show that I opened. Oh, no. I think that would be anxiety producing. Uh, yeah. I imagine mm-hmm. so. I, I got anxious uh, watching the movie Parasite yesterday. I heard it was amazing. I want to see it This so movie, it, first of all, everyone's like, it defies genre. And I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. It Kind of does. It goes in literally every direction except for the one you expect. Ooh. Uh, some of the time. Good. I think what's brilliant about the movie um, is that it does uh, clue you in to a lot of things. Like, there yeah. are things about it that are predictable. So you think you know where it's going, but it really loves pulling the rug out from under you and going in a completely different direction. Okay. And it was a wild ride. I think it made me gayer and more anxious this week. And that is only a, a future to be wished. It's I mean, the future honestly, liberals want, isn't it, it? Well, I don't know. I think it's a future everybody really does want, but it's they're a, afraid it's the to mention it out loud. And the one yes, that... the one. I'm not going to say the rest of that. Right. But like, dear lord, if I so that's lovely because not only never mind, I haven't seen it. So once I see that movie, I will have more opinions. On I it. hope you do. I do. I want to. Um, and and now we can discuss. The okay. movie of the hour. So I would just... The best part about this movie from the very beginning is its name. It's called Chopping Mall. You start out with a pun. And I'm all for a pun. I, I love, love pun. puns. But Chopping Mall sounds so damn close to Shopping Mall that the first time I saw it, I thought it was Shopping Mall. You thought the movie was called Shopping Mall? I did. When you heard it the first time out loud, Shopping Mall, that makes a lot of sense. And you, it's very 
thin line. You thought it, you were going to see a horror movie that was just called Shopping Mall. Okay, for what actually happened, that's pretty damn close. The title doesn't quite match Say anything. the plot. It does take place in a mall. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll explain to the youngsters what that is in a oh, second. Yeah. Oh, but God. It, Poor millennials. It, it, nothing gets chopped, really. Well, okay. But it's a wonderful sec- plot. Except for that second scientist who does get hit in the neck. Oh, he does get a little chopped, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but it's not really a chop. It's kind of like clips, clips, and then <sighs> suddenly blood flies. I, this movie has... Some of the special effects are very 1980-whatever. Uh, the movie came out in 1986. Oh, 86. Which surprises Oof. me because, you know, That's other what? things that came out that year... Um, David Cronenberg's *The Fly*, for oh, example. I think God. the special effects between these two movies are um, different. Are quite different. Yes. Different. I, yes. Yeah. The Venn diagram for those two. Uh, it's a very small. Space very, very little overlap. intersection. Oh my! Wow. <laughs> they both came out in 1986. Yeah. Oh. Not only the, uh, well, I I think that this movie is incredibly queer because it's it's a fringe cult campy horror movie that that horror freaks straight and not yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of us hear about it but i feel like nobody sees it because it's it's definitely always brought up in 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 discussions of cult horror movies like oh, <laughs> movies well, that are yeah. so bad they're good well, but very few people I know have actually seen it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it seems like a movie that you've had to have heard of from a friend. Definitely. You, you can't, you, I've never, you would never find this. It's a word of organically. mouth movie, definitely. And, and kind of beautifully about that was, I had no expectations. And because of that, like, the very first scene, I think, portrays its queerness so obviously. Really? The robber is very hot. Well, first of all, he oh, looks sorry. like a dollar store key for Sutherland. Oh, and I don't care. He, the body from the neck down was... <laughs> Fabulous. And they have a muscle Terrible shirt. Terrible, the sorry. clapping. Oh, sorry. I'm a Jew. I talk with my That's hands. That's okay. Um, uh, we'll pick so, that later. Good. Thank you. Um, so he's like stupid hot for really unknown reasons. You like, think that the robber in the beginning is the hot yes. one? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I said he's hot. Oh. Oh, we'll get hotter. He's Don't not worry. The, I, I, no, like the, I, I am a whore, so I, I, the, I, I always judge men by their hotness. Well, I do feel like this movie is very... Is like so earnestly heterosexual. Oh yeah, painfully um, so. Painfully so that it becomes well. the The entire cast is Oof. just upsettingly straight. Yeah, and um, yet <laughs> it's a perfect descriptor of it. They didn't have anything. It was. It was so. It was so painfully straight. Yes, and. I'm sorry, they were all knockoffs of the 1980s versions of things we'd seen before. Everyone's hair was so high and, and feathered. feathered. The feathering. The hair was, I, it was so I've seen, I expected I've seen, the robots to have feathered hair, too. Uh, it was crazy. You know, they had the queer-ass voices. That was the gay. They always oh. make the villains gay. Uh, did you hear the way they talked? They, they sounded just like, like Jafar. <laughs> just like Jafar. They sounded like something like... It was... Never mind. Go ahead. The movie saying. starts with this robbery. Um, it but looks look, like he's stealing the Hope Diamond. No, gay ass jewelry. This jewelry was not normal human jewelry. It, it was, was drag the Hope jewelry. Diamond. You it and I, drag. being from DC, know exactly yes! what the Hope Diamond looks yes, like, and it was absolutely. right there, honey. It was right in that shopping mall. I was mall. like, oh wow, this mall, amazing. I'm so right. impressed. This mall has the crown fucking jewels in it. Of course, it turns out that this is just a secure. This is a, a security a, video. Yeah, an industrial. Industrial. That, that boy must have gotten a cute little. Five $500 paycheck for filming Clear. that video. His appearance fee must have been skyrocketing <laughs> uh, during this, this film. 
Um, the, okay, also, in that, so in that same beginning part, right. they uh, fully laid out the policing strategy of the 1980s by using robots. Did you realize that? It was very but, stop and frisk. It was. They, and all of the people in the audience were like, but what about the people we think might be bad? Don't worry. Identification cards for everybody. I was like, that sounds eerily familiar. Needing identification cards to do to things like exist. Space. Wow. Like, and I'm sorry, I'm all of the public forum where stores just exist we still haven't described what a mall is well yeah we haven't i think that shopping malls were an important i think they were were an institution for a very long time especially for queer youth like it was where you found your next emo boyfriend you know what i mean (gasps) well no no i would go to i would go to spencer's and i would pretend to not look at the dildos okay spencer's was for straight people yeah we all know that hot topic was for the queers oh oh my god (laughs) how how could i forget you'd go to spencer's to to go tee hee hee aren't straight people funny and then you'd go up to hot topic to like actually get it you know to be 100% honest my my journey to figuring out that that was why i was liking hot topic um took a little long because she was deep in narnia before she before she, she was, came out. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, I see. She mm-hmm. was deep in the wardrobe. She was deep in the wardrobe. Speaking of wardrobe, I think that's one of the things that drew us to Hot Topic was how alternative yeah, it, was. it was. Like so... anything that's fringe. Right. Anything that's well, kind of very... off the beaten path is very queer to us and it's very uh, shiny and very attractive. That's yes. why that's why we loved Spencer's well, and Hot Topic, at least why I you did. You had Invader Zim meets Goth Place and then everything else and everything else is why we all went. So much but, like, Invader Zim. Oh God. And like, I knew those people. Those were, of course, those were all our friends. And like, those people, that was my first glimpse into something that was different. Yeah. And, and then it the shopping a- mall brought that into stark contrast with everybody else. Like, I'm not going to Yankee Candle. I'm not going <laughs> to Build-A-Bear. I mean, I did love Build-A-Bear. Wait, but... you're not? I would go to Build-A-Bear. I went last in a year. Heartbeat. I, 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 what am I saying? I went last year. But um, I, it was, like, so stark, so different, because it really did stand out. I One thing I remember about malls is, is being able to observe other people there yeah, was, I love was a an event unto itself. It was such a melting pot of people, but at the yeah. same time... Um, mall people are uh, are uh, a thing. are a, a rare breed, at least these days, because all of the malls mm-hmm. are now dying. Speaking of, so when I thought when I saw this movie, it reminded me. This is a local mall, but a mall. You know White Flint, of course. Okay, White Flint used to be this like very proud. It was oh, the fancy it, mall. Oh, it was the fancy. Everyone mall. who was anyone, was and now it's week? just it's, a Lord of Taylor. It's just no. It's been raised oh, to the ground. It it, it was like. White Flint Mall was like in a national photograph series of yes, it was of ghost malls. Yes, they're now such. I mean, some of, some of them are making a comeback, but malls were so huge in the eighties. Oh my god! And then when we were growing up, they were starting to uh, decay, but they were still places that we went. That they were safe places to meet our friends and walk yeah. around. And and interestingly enough, like. When I was old enough to start going to the mall myself, I think like the apps or the dating apps like Grinder had just they had I, just become again, a thing. Like gay.com had just Well Adam for Adam was oh, boy. I remember. And I remember mm-hmm. friends exploring their sexuality would would meet guys at the mall to yeah. experiment. I was like, where did you meet that? guy that you hooked up with and they were always like oh you know noodles and company <laughs> like i'm like well, yeah. wait what <laughs> in front of mrs fields yeah exactly in front of the like the, i'll meet you down by the radio shack no one goes there right. oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay that's funny uh because I, my my strongest 
gay slash mall memory is when we were on choir trips oh and you always went to a mall God. and like you could always find like someone canoodling over by the like the bathrooms and like that is where I first saw some of my first straight dick that I was like oh that's why I like wow. that wow oh my god <laughs> trolling for straight dick in the mall bathroom I mean it's the the fact that's what Robin Sparkle's song was really about <laughs> oh, yes that's Let's what she was fighting go for go to the mall we don't want to hear my voice see right now. some straight dick yes Sorry, the clapping. Sorry, I'm so bad about it. Be careful. I'm destroy everything. Oh, please don't break my microphone. I can't just go to a mall and get a new one because no. those don't exist Oh my anymore. God, but there was a, like a brief window of like three years where going to the mall was perfect. Mm. Anything you needed. Why? You would, because anything you needed. Oh, yeah. Anything that I needed. Yeah. I could go to the mall and I could get it. Pokemon trading cards. I could get my four Air Apostle shirts that I kept re-wearing. Oh my god. Jeans that were too small, but I insisted worked because body dysmorphia. And then the most one that I loved the most. I'm drowning like, in relatability right okay. now. <laughs> American Eagle was my stuff because I was in love with my oppressor and I wanted to smell like them and look like them. Oh my god. Girl. And like and, and, and like the because malls also were always close to rich people. People live mm. close to malls. Yeah. So, and especially around here, because there's so much fucking money. Although there are always those, like, developments, those, like, condos across yep, the street right from across the, the mall. Street. And they mean nothing. And uh, those are those are where, those are affordable places to leave, to live, but then everyone else is just, like, yeah, suits rich. Well. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and, oof, such memories. Interesting, well. interesting, uh, an interesting setting. And in the 80s... It was even bigger than we yeah. knew. Like mall culture in the eighties, as we've seen in yeah. Stranger Things season three, is oh, yes. not only like the pinnacle of like eighties uh, decadence, uh, decadence, eighties uh, like commercialization yeah. and and you know trickle down economics or whatever. Yeah. It was also like a, a pinnacle of technology. Yeah. The the latest technology was at the mall. The latest cars were in the middle of the mall. Yes, they were. And so you that's why it's everywhere. You the had... perfect setting here for these robots to yeah. be introduced oh as the new security system for the yeah. mall. That's the plot, essentially. Nothing to do with, you know, slashers or chopping, but or robots, prisoners. robots called protectors. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> um, are the mall's new security system. Of course, a lightning strike causes them to go haywire and some wonderful uh, mayhem ensues yeah, for like... the white teens who get locked in the mall overnight uh, to have sex with each other. <laughs> we should get into that a little bit because... Oh, yeah. It's um, probably a good idea. Before we get into oh. these these teens that we're supposed to care about... Um, oh. We should discuss the crossover event that nobody really wanted, and you may have missed it, but yeah, because it uh, it's like a it. very obscure and stupid crossover that truly no one remembers. Okay, because do you recall in the opening scene where they're introducing the security bots, the man and woman who are yes. talking to each other, the incredibly the, queer couple, the incredibly queer couple, yeah, the gay man and his and his lady friend, tall dom wife, yes, like <laughs> oh god are chillin' and they're actually yeah. characters from another movie from the 80s called uh, Eating Raul. Um, okay. And the actors are cult movie um, legends. Oh, that's Paul Bartel and Mary Voronov. And they just kind of appear real quick and everyone, and and I guess in the 80s people were supposed to go, oh my God, oh from my Eating Raul, we better go watch Eating Raul now. <laughs> um yeah, it was like the that event nobody wanted, like when Law and Order SVU and Chicago PD had their crossover oh, episodes, and it's oh, like, okay. isn't this? Didn't you want this? And everyone was like, no, I, no, 
no i'll watch it it's still. like another joker movie we never wanted oh this was a this was almost a joker movie at several was. points um but anyway these two people appear and then disappear so that oh, we I, can... I wrote about them did okay. you i said um the 1980s feverish terror nightmare about the future that's what the the beginning and that that's what those two people kept on bringing up like we don't need any of this well i did love and by love i mean it made me very uncomfortable when he said the one in the middle has an unpleasantly ethnic quality i'm like it's a robot and yet yep. and yet i wouldn't put it past some weird old white gay dude to 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 discuss a robot's ethnicity yep, yep. <laughs> it's yep. very on brand He's very much my father okay, very much. um the uh the assistant to the guy who was introducing the like the guy who ever owned the company that Vanna White lady the Vanna White lady who could not smile correctly to save my life every smile looked pained and somehow like it hurt her a little bit I gotta say in the montage of the after well after this the the title credits start oh the title and that credits. montage of people of literally mall activity mall activity it's yep. it was just a montage of kids having a great time and every single adult crying crying well. having a terrible time yep. Being like, this is the worst day of my life. And I wish I had never had or seen or heard of children. Yeah. The syn- no, no one was happy at right. this mall. The synthesizers underneath it all were what really kind of just started grinding my gears eventually. Because eventually I was like, this is not even music. Everyone's it's having just, an awful time. It was just bad and uncomfortable for <laughs> pretty much all of it. And like, okay, and the way the robots were scanning people when they did the like... The, the training like there's a part where like the robots see you scan your identification card that was so painful to watch because of how 1980s it really was mm-hmm. it looked like something it, you know what it looked like was something that my grandmother could express to my grand like a grandchild <laughs> like this is how it works the it looks at it it goes boja 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 and then it's done <laughs> it, it was it, it was like someone it was like someone describing scanning it was ridiculous it was in Ridiculous. ridiculous. Uh, it sounds like that scene had a an effect on you. It did. It really did. Um, so yeah, it just basically establishes that we there are these robots and malls are hell on earth. But oh, but they have everything. The, the nuance of the le- the angry lesbian at the man's with getting all, in her way. Oh, the the woman with all the cokes. Yes, the woman with <laughs> the all cokes. of the all of the sodas just trying to get through the food court. But honestly, she, we've all been that bitch. We've all I've had that, I've had that moment many times in my life. And. I, I I was like, girl. I feel you. Too. Yeah. But like at the same time, being mad at someone she for was existing. Giving us performance. She was. She, she was, was like, giving it this to is us. my moment. This, this is the, this, yeah. This is it. They're gonna see how good I am in emoting. She <laughs> was the extra that like made the best mm-hmm. stank face, and they yes, were like, we need you to carry a tray of sodas and just how spill it on a group can of you te- teenagers. Uh huh. But um, shortly after that, we are introduced to our teenagers that we're oh, supposed to. I'm sorry, I have more. Um, we'll get there but I'm sorry the kid weaving in between the beauty contestants who were barely in anything the objectification the blatant objectification of women in this movie I love it is insane like every time I see something from before 1995 I'm kind of like wow the evidence was pretty obvious guys somehow though this movie doesn't shy away from giving us some like pale man beefcake yeah, no. Very the men pale. are surprisingly shirtless the pe- in every the scene. The men are very shirtless. Even the, very hairless. Yeah. Um, we're introduced to these two girls who are waitresses um, at one of the mall restaurants. Uh-huh. And one of them is another horror legend, Barbara Crampton. She plays Susie. Oh, yeah. I love Susie. She was in... Oh, uh, I do, too. She was in... Um, 
uh, movies like Reanimator coming out, which came out, I believe, the year before, and later was introduced to a new generation of horror fans by playing the mom in the movie You're Next. Okay. Which is a wonderful movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, Barbara Crampton is legendary and she's not given a whole lot to do in this movie, but she milks it. Like when she's in that air vent and okay, she's like... we're, we're going to get there because I have so much to say about that when we get there. But before we get to that, before we get to... I'm sorry that I know you've had a lovely structure. I'm no, no, it's messing. fine. Okay, we can jump around. Great, cool. What do you want to so, talk about? I want to talk about... Before back to the blatant objectification, yeah. the man going up the escalator, falling over his own things because because, because hot boobs. women are because near boobs. him, yeah, is, just, in, was, was, was blew my mind. It's very quintessentially eighties. It is at the at the <laughs> oh my boners making oh, me lose no. my balance. Oh, oh all no, the blood rushed out of my head. Right, my ears no longer work. All I, I could think was, oh no, now all that cardboard is going to get stuck in the empty, goddamn elevator. And I'm sorry if you're going to do a movie. You must have things in boxes. No, all They're, the boxes were empty. <laughs> all the boxes were just props, and I, it just drives me crazy. It's like, okay, I know. This is a movie, and this is where the theater critic in me comes out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, not, not that was, this film requires any kind of real criticism. Um, but at the restaurant, <laughs> the restaurant uh, where she works, when the straight guy... In the back, who was eating all the food? The more straightest... butter, please. Oh, I love that <laughs> the line. More butter, please. More line. butter. It was the straightest way to say that. Oh, it was man. more butter, waitress. Was... Where's the wench? Wench is the word I was thinking when wench? you said. When you... Well, they casually were like, by the way, he's lecherous. Yeah, yeah, the way she described it. Women was... watch. Women watching out for each other. Yeah, was... that was kind of nice. Was something that happened a lot in this movie and so even though the women were objectified like holy hell there was a camaraderie and there was yeah. a uh, uh, the, these women were the, the characters at least that we follow um, besides the one who's besides the one whose head blew up um, oh. <laughs> yeah. their, their characters were fleshed out and yes mm-hmm. they were pretty much slasher tropes but they were they, they were, were handled by good actors and they were they were fleshed out well, and yeah. I did I did enjoy that uh, most of like the character development, even though the plot is pretty paper thin. Yeah, I did, you know, l- like these oopsie daisy people. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Don't worry, people. People want to, you know, people want to slide into those shit. DMs of yours. Yeah, it's all right. Yes, <laughs> um, I told you I'm a whore. Um. <laughs> I do want to say that this movie was covered in. Uh, how did this get made? Yeah. And one of the things they, they kept talking about was the lead actress's camel toe. Oh. And oh. how intense it was. Yeah. And when, while we're on the subject of objectification, like, yes, her camel toe was very prominent and I felt very bad for her pants and Oof. her lady parts for, like, yeah. being in that situation. Like, no one in wardrobe was like, uh... Kelly. Well, I don't know. Isn't okay. And this is, I guess, and I just, her bo- and her uh, nerdy boyfriend, oh, her nerdy first date. They were so cute together. They were so um, I just wanted those stupid nerds to fuck so badly. Uh, it, t- it was the tried. one. It was the she one heterosexual so thing that happened in the movie that I was like oh, okay with. Uh, the <laughs> do bro eat uh, chewing the gum. I was here for all of that. Oh, that was. We'll get into. Uh, we'll, we'll get, get into Michael. Pants. We'll get into Michael real soon. Uh, but uh, the the nerdy guy. His pants were also very tight. Very tight. It looked like... Everything was too tight. Everything was too tight. And and like, I'm sorry, but that was the 80s. I think there was a certain kind of... It looked like he was wearing a full Depends underwear under his, like... 
It was boxers like he that was were not, really shoved. He was not leaking. No. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. There will, there will there be were, no leakage no, from no. him. Those are tightly cocked. Very absorbent. Yes. Like a good a good Depends moment. Right. Um, what were you saying? I don't remember. I, oh, oh. Um, so, go, jumping a little bit forward a little bit. Sure. Because I, I, we'll, talk, we'll talk about how much sex keeps coming into this. But um, the scientist, the first scientist... Which who, one? Who gets his? Who gets killed? The first time he oh, gets yeah. killed, the wig he was wearing. He's the one with like the big glasses. Big yeah. glasses, and he's the one who gets hit in the neck by the robot, yes. and suddenly blood falls out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. The the physics here. Cheap. The, there is a lot of inconsistencies. Oh, I'm surprised. The inconsistencies are multiple. I mean, it's the little detail. It's the little inconsistencies that make this a treat to watch. Kind really. of, it's I mean, one of the things. And like the blood being the color of like fresh tomato juice. I love, I love cadmium red '80s blood. I, it, it is. It makes movies less scary but more yeah, enjoyable. Really though, and mm-hmm. like all the blood in this movie is kind of hilariously <laughs> overcolored, including including when the robot's leaking and someone says it's robot blood. Yes, <laughs> I love. Oh, it was like I'm. Oh, and we're getting we're getting so many things. So we get to the amount. So you think he opens up the the, the dictionary or something? I can't remember. He opens up oh, the, the scientist. Book, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, and then porn falls out because of course it does. Because and no. <laughs> he didn't do what I wanted him to do, which was to take the porn and put it on the robot because that would just be too make perfect. the robot hold his right. porn or like, like just so tape it over his face. Both hands. Right, exactly. I was waiting. For, I was like, oh, I'm surprised you guys didn't do that. Yeah, but that no, it good. was enough. Because it was, she looked so unhealthy. She looked unhealthy. The and woman she, in the in, dirty in the, magazine. In the dirty magazine. I, again, my, my porn habits. I think I blo- I think I blacked it out during that yeah, moment because I don't remember what she. Looked. Oh, she had red. red I usually hair. check my phone during the most heterosexual moments of any movie. <laughs> They're too much to handle. Really, they go through your system like that. Why did she look unwell? <laughs> she was so pale, oh. and her hair was so burnt oh. and it, and the poor like thing crusty it, crusty straightener hair like no no, no the opposite was teased oh. and, it, and they teased it past any kind of oh, like dear. existence it was it was a, it was rough it was rough but i love a dumbass scientist i'm always here for that they're dumb they don't know how to do their job but somehow they're a scientist they're like oh lightning struck the mall that, gotta call somebody that won't be a problem yeah uh, the second scientist is is uh a cameo by Garrett Graham, who okay. is a, another, I mean, just appearances by cult movie royalty, in my opinion. He's Fantastic. in movies like Child's Play 2 and oh, uh, 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 Phantom of the Paradise. He plays a wonderfully queer character Ooh. in that movie. But uh, that we'll, we'll cover that later, I hope, in another episode. Also, Dick Miller, the, um, the really pissed off janitor who says, I yeah, I'm going to... Kids are dead. These kids are dead. Uh-huh. Me. He's he's well known for. I almost spoke like him for the rest of the episode. You uh, he um he's in every single movie that up until he passed away recently. Oh. He's in every single movie that Joe Dante ever made, like Gremlins one and two. Okay. But he's in every Joe Dante movie, and uh, that voice that he uses—that's yeah. his voice in in every movie. Like when you've got a brand, well, when it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. Because I was like, "Wow, this! Th- why is this gender being bullied?" He's got one scene. He's got one scene, and it is it is brilliant. A, uh, it is a it's scene a stealer. Yeah. He, I still remember him, and I don't even need, I don't even need to like write. I don't think I wrote it down at all because it was so good. <laughs> so he's doing great in his one scene, um, mm-hmm. and and then we meet the eight. Are they teens? Are they young adults? Because two of them are married, aren't they? Well, yeah, but 
let's just go with young people because right. I don't the think two, they're adults. The two who don't work at the mall or right. aren't in the mall um, are recently married and they, they have road a tripping. company. They're road tripping. Well, they have that company. They RL Towing. Yeah, that's them, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we don't know. They never say. They don't? I, I think it's like they're... They're like they these say, small business owners, and that's right. very 80s. I mean, yeah, these, right. these are the people that... Do it for yourself. These are the people that grew up and are like, yay, small government, because my small business that is going down the trash can needs Every, small government. Everybody needs... It's all a nugget of truth, and mm-hmm. that's what the 80s was. A nugget of truth with a lot of propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, so these young adults or whatever are staying... Three, the three white replicas of this average level of hotness is how I describe them. The three... Three white replicas of average level of hotness. Which ones? Greg, Michael, and Ferdy. Ferdy. I love that his name is Ferdy. Oh, and he's my but, Jewish little dream. But there were Ferdy four of each. Oh, I can't remember the, the fourth guy's name. Because well, he's with the married couple. Oh, the married... Yeah, they kind of just appear and don't really get much to well, do. Linda. I can always remember a Linda. <laughs> Linda. I love Yeah, Linda. R and L. Okay, so... L is Linda, and then... So I guess L. his name is Rob. Short with Rob. Rob? Let's call him Rob. Russ? Russ? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Um, the married ones. Yep. Uh, they they get this, like, really, like, suddenly very real, very um, grounded scene of them worrying about yeah. their financial troubles. Now that they've damaged the mall and destroyed the mall security robots, they're like, oh, now we're going to be real broke. And I'm like, wait. Where the fuck did this come from? Well, like, it's the first time any kind of afterthought has been put... No, we'll get there. We'll get there. Sure. We should discuss the first couple to get it. You you know immediately that they're going to be the first yes. couple to die because they're the most cartoonish. Well, they're also the ones who only care about one thing. They sex. just want to get... Well, it... Like I said, the heterosexuality in this movie is upsetting. And, and it definitely forced in your face. Besides the shopping mall making me a hell of a lot gayer, just the upsetting straightness in this movie also made me very glad to be gay i'm like yep when when the first when this girl's uh leslie's gay dad shows up to oh my god just to, no and he says that he goes like hello sir and then he's rude with the, with the chewing the gum was not annoying because of the sound because of the jaw action it yeah made it was him. very skewed. it was very aggressive no. and it was very straight link later would not approve no he would not so much tension she Kristen link i know who it is whatever sorry uh, anyway <laughs> I know Kristen. Where we go didn't, way back. Didn't you study the arts? Anyway. Of course I got my BFI. I know what I did. Um, right. So her gay dad yells at her mm-hmm. uh, jock boyfriend. And then they... Because he wants to fuck him. Sorry, they, go ahead. Right. But they... Uh, these eight... These eight... Or these four couples um, stay in the furniture store after night so that they can each fuck in a different furniture fun, piece. Fun 80s furniture piece. It made me so regretful of every time I went into a Macy's and like plopped on one of those beds because I'm like oh kids have been fucking somebody's fucked in this bed like um but as soon as as soon as the mall closes these four couple well except for the two nerds who are on a blind date and watch mm-hmm. a, a giant tramp so <laughs> it was so cute so cute and with all that and then the rest of them are them. literally just all having full-on yeah. sex behind them the girl Leslie, who has that mm-hmm. tall haired gum chewing boyfriend, yes, he tries to eat her pussy and she says, No, yes, I don't allow it. What it was the so actual, it was so strange. Fuck. That's how I knew Two Straight Guys definitely yep. wrote this movie. Yep. Uh, yep. the director Jim Wynorski and uh, Steve Mitchell. But as soon as she was like, I don't allow that, I'm like, All right, 
either he said like I did it yesterday, so he must have been the worst pussy eater in history if she's if she will not allow him to do it. Like he <laughs> it must be so bad. He must it be means, doing something wrong. It means that one time he bit a little too hard. Oh god. He bit because that's what he thought the answer was. Oh, he thought he was actually Lord. eating pussy. He wants um, toothy head. Right, exactly. Oh, no, that's I, I want Especially head to not be a toothy, lot of things. No one wants toothy chewing gum head from a guy that does not know what he's doing. Right. So Instead, she asks for a cigarette. Oh God! Yeah, well, I mean, like, the bougiest cigarette. Absolutely, and I'm like to be the to the same couple, but earlier did this exchange of highs with each other. No, that was a different couple. Oh, that was Susie. I'm yeah, sorry. It was Susie, and and she and her boyfriend did this little hi, Meisner routine. Hi. Come on, Meisner of highs. Yes, yes, we're bringing in a lot of theater work. Yes, we're we're going to Okay, so Those two regional theater queens yeah, are going all in. Come on, DC theater. <laughs> come on, hashtags. Um, oh, so we're little we're little goblins. I love it. Um, no water. And when and when one of them says to the other one, "Hey, you're you're becoming a real candidate for prickhood." Yes, that's I a liked line. Prickhood. I liked prickhood, but I also went a candidate. Oh, he's won the election. <laughs> he, he won no landslide ele- victory. Ele- election? Don't you mean? rising up to he, he is the he, he per, bought that election yeah, he bought yeah. it he, he mm. took it for himself he coke brothered that and election she, was, she said to him go get me my cigarettes she didn't even <gasps> oh pretend. she did not give a shit she's she like, like and don't even put a shirt on no stay no. cake and go get me a cigarette yes. and I said he's just so fucking hot I was, I was fine with everything. He was just Ugh. so pretty. I, I, I was just like, you can do whatever no, you want. I fell in lo- I was like, no, he's trash. And I started to fall in love with all the other guys, even though they were all kind of trash too, because they no. were just these 80s bros. Oh, well, it was, like, it was, a, it was a, what a straight man pretends to be. I know. I like, was, we can't even get close to that. I mean, this happens every time I watch a, a, a campy movie, but mm-hmm. I'm, always, I'm always on Team Girl Ladies, Squad. Of yeah. course. Team what? Girl Squad! You know, and I'm always... For them. Women deserve and, life. Men don't. And so this first couple... Um, yep, go ahead. Has... Her lipstick, though, was perfect. Did you see it? It was like a purple with a light, with a light, like, um, holographic was, element. And it was not smudged. No, it was perfect. She, she That's... She didn't suck his dick. That's what I do. No, she did not. She, all he did was put his dick in her vagina and pump, like, four times. And that was the entire affair. Her hair... Perfectly straight. I, wait, I thought they didn't have sex yet because she like takes off her top that was and Susie. is like, "Look at my That's boobs." Susie and Greg. No, you see her boobs too. Well, you see, you see everyone's tits in this movie. Only um, tits. No peen. I wanted some peen. No. I wanted fresh, hot peen. Nope. Sorry, you don't get that in the eighties. You gotta no. wait till HBO. Yeah. Uh, God. Anyway. Family. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of upsetting. Dumb jocks don't do well. That's what I figured out. I I suppose it's it's when this first couple gets it that you really feel the inconsistency of mm-hmm. the robots mm-hmm. because they're shooting laser beams and some of them literally just like kind of kind of uh, uh, tickle a little bit and yeah. then some of them literally cause head heads to explode and some make just like open wounds just and appear. some just yeah some just make wounds appear and it's just the rules what are the rules rules where and, we're going there are no rules and then you realize wait. <laughs> It's a camp movie. I mean, nothing means anything. No, no rules. Uh, none, of, none of that. But bef- right before we get to the next, to, to her and her walking shirtless down the hall in Playboy underwear, a perfect product placement, if I say so myself. Yeah, the little Playboy bunny and yeah. her lumpy the cl- underwear. The claw around his neck is my sexuality. Oh dear! It was so hot to see him like helplessly start to fall asleep, 
and that little claw being like, I'm going to get you, bitch. I'm going to get you. It was great. That's, I was... All right. So, like, I saw, I saw queerness in places probably I shouldn't have, but who cares? <laughs> Thank you for coughing into the pillow. Yeah. Um, you're not, not the first anymore. person to, wa- uh, to watch a campy movie and then come on this podcast and be like... Well, when that guy got a drill bit to the face, I was <laughs> really turned uh, on. I was really turned on, and I said, "Well, that's something to bring up in therapy next yep. week." Oh God! Uh, when when um, the run she does away from the robot is ridiculous. Oh, it was a very '80s slasher run. She, she that like, run help looked me, help slower me, than walking, but you know what? Still looked great. Her lipstick. Her lipstick looked fantastic. Up until her lips got blown the fuck apart. But I'm sorry, the, you warned me about this head explosion, but it was perfect. It, it was, was It was like you took a watermelon and just went boop and boop. It's it was the fabulous. piece. It's the set piece that this film is most renowned for, oh. I, would, I would say, is the head explosion. Okay. That and the camp factor, but yeah. people often bring bring it up and, you know, sorry for spoiling it, but it's still a treat to watch. It really is. Um... I also think that, oh, before we get more into, like, the, the meat of the movie, which is the robot oh, versus yeah. teens, what made me very anxious about the movie is when these white people were doing the most white people dancing, the most... <gasps> oh, that dancing was painful. But did you hear the song? No, I didn't. The woman was singing about street walking. Oh, yes, I did. And I was just like, wow. Donna wow. Summer, Donna Summer knockoff in an 80s uh, yeah. knockoff. It about... Was- about sex work and these people who all work at a shopping mall are dancing. Yep. Not even not not even thinking about that for a second. Not think about it for a second. I'm like, wow, wow. Um, the earn. I hope that it was. I don't know. I hope, I hope it, was, it was worth it. I, I hope it was I, in earnest. Cause, yeah. Because those little details are what make this movie and, a treat. Right, and like the dancing was even made worse because all the men were shirtless, all the girls were in their bras, and yeah, and it was just like this like unrealistic understanding of what being with another group of teenagers is actually like. <laughs> like compare that to your until, youth until they all like start having sex in the same room, and one of them, and they're all bad at it, and one yeah. of them goes, "You're the king," and the two you know, nerds are screaming like, it. "Oh God!" She was like, "You're the king. You're the king," and that is how I knew it was written by straight men because of that fucking line. And also, and also the fact that they were in a store called Furniture King. Yeah, and they of course had to reference that. It's one thing that made me anxious when they started fighting the robots, though, was how easily they got hold of firearms. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I wrote that very much down. Um, I said uh, peck and pause. Wow, gun control really has come a long, far away. All they have got they have guns in malls. Damn. Um, I think they still do in Texas somewhere. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, sure they do in, in West Virginia. They have. Them. <laughs> uh, also, also uh, the way they get into that store is they have the keys. And they throw a crowbar at it. Well, I thought that was a joke. He was like, I have the keys. And then throws a crowbar at the at the wall. So there we go. I think Again, that was there. The writing style does not let it's you a, know these things. It's humor. It's, it some did of the get thing, a chuckle. Some of the tongues were in some of the cheeks in this film. Tongues were in faces. They may not have been in cheeks. Mm. I mean, they certainly weren't in that poor woman's pussy because oh, she no, doesn't she, allow it. I will not let you do that. Uh, also, the, like, and the I, only thing in that other woman's pussy was the pants that she was wearing. Yes, because she and her nerdy Waldo boyfriend did not uh, consummate. I guess they were following the rules of eighty slashers, which is if you fuck, you die. Oh, that's so that's so true. And so, spoiler alert: they're the only two that survive this movie. Everyone else gets oh. robot murdered. Super um, robot murdered, including the robots. The robots are super murdered. Um, yeah, because it takes a lot impressive. to. 
for these little battle bot garbage You mean rascals with a face on them? There was, like, the they were, robots were adorable. They were cute. I wanted one. That and I the head explosion. Those are the two things that this movie is renowned for. So that they... and the camel toe. Those are the three things that this movie... I'll stop. It's fine. So when they first... When the boys succeed mm-hmm. in kill, killing the first robot, they don't actually kill it. They With their guns. With their guns. Uh, found. That, then they give the girls the ability to like solve some stuff. Right. Because everything the girls do works out. Right. And the boys' stuff never does. No. I find that hilarious. The women are way... Okay. So the women are told to like go up the vent. Go to hell, Linda. That's what I heard. Go to hell, Linda, and get in those ducks. What is, who said go to hell, Linda, and get those ducks? Well, that's what it felt oh. like. It was like, go to hell, Linda, get in those ducks. Linda looked like a lumberjack Robin Sparkles. I loved and Linda. And her husband, who was, <laughs> I called him Travoltini, because he looked like yep. a, a, a thin boy Travolta. Incredibly, incredibly thin. Like, it, the skin looked pulled taut against that jawline. At least he at least he had chest hair unlike yeah. the rest of those boys. He deserved to be on that with that, yeah. with that chest hair. And then and then they were talking about their financial woes and then both of them get uh fucking murdered. Yep. Um well, she gets she gets a very disappointing death, I think. Yeah. For it, all that she's capable of and all that she does, she goes out real real quickly and then her husband mm-hmm. dies uh or sacrifices himself. Yeah, he sacrifices. Uh, to get the robot that killed her. And so these two, and, and I just kind of went, well, at least their financial problems are solved. Well, yeah, and it was like, well, what a gentleman, the way he did it. Like, he right. was like, I'm going to get on the scooter and I'm going to hit him real hard. And it and, worked. And it super worked. Except for, like, Greg and him going through it after, we didn't talk about Susie, uh, no, Susie getting shot in the leg. Susie's Firestein. <laughs> Susie that gets was... burned alive while six people are Watch. just sitting there watching. Well, what are they going to do? Pick her up and run away with her. I was like, you guys are terrible First friends. First of all, she's on fire. You don't she, pick someone up who's on fire. She was shot in the leg and nothing was around her at that point. And they were like, oh no, what are we going to do? They didn't, they didn't, even, they didn't even They didn't even run away. No. To, to like, like six feet away. They didn't even run away to like allow themselves. Time to escape while, yes. this, guy take, while this robot takes care of Susie. Absolutely. Oh, Susie. And then like her friend just let her die. And like the crazy, like they all go. It's a crazy plan. Like, think of the next plan they try, but it just might work. Now, times... Oh, the elevator plan. Yes, the elevator plan. An interesting plan. Right. Where they're going to... They got to find the computer and trash the fucker. Like, it was... was, I loved some of the... Again, painfully straight with these lines. Truly. Um, I did love... I did love that fire... I I am a slut for a fire stunt, always. I can tell. Always. Um, Susie's arc was a little weird, though. Like, she started off kind of practical, and yeah. then as soon as it got a little too claustrophobic her, in that vent, she... Lost her mind. She lost her mind. Um, but it was the most tense scene in the movie, the three women in the vent, because they were... She was acting her balls off. She was. Barbara Crampton was giving, and and so were the other two girls. Um as the vent, uh, the robots were, like, making the vent hotter or something. I think that heat was just on. Or the heat was on, whatever. Because um, I guess it was Christmas time. Well, no. Th- again, there is never there's any... No, there's no There's never any setup for this. It's always just they say stuff, and that's what happens. I felt like bringing this movie up, and thank you for agreeing to do it. Of course. Um, during the Christmas season because of the... Uh, just because of the way that malls always factor into the holiday season. Yeah. Or the way that they used to. I mean, now it's 
you know, well, I don't know. Prime Day and <laughs> right. Well, all, and, that's... and Amazon fulfillment and those cute little commercials where the boxes are singing. I I love those commercials. Who doesn't love seeing but human it, oppression but, being given? But Christmas singing. commercialization was encapsulated by the mall. Christmas time at the mall, like yeah. it was wild. It was a wild. It was a wild time. Yeah, it, was, it was a wild it was, time. Was, I mean, like if you think of and and the real height of it for me was like Love Actually. Because so much of that movie takes place on the mall. I watched that for the first time last week. Really? Yeah. Well, and so you know what I'm talking for about. A pod, for another podcast that's coming out <laughs> oh, soon, fine. I hope. Well, the... the uh... Called What is Love Actually? Quick oh. plug to Patrick Flynn's and Beth Amon's What is Love Actually? Coming soon to a... I would love to hear Beth Amon talk about stuff. Here, near you. <laughs> well, you can. I would um, As soon as she releases it as soon as she tells us when anyway okay. back to chopping mall and yes, yes and these these yes. kids so then we're now the tension has to be rebuilt after oh. the big bringing down of linda so they have to go into rooms where they think things might be well she has to go into a room while uh, oh when it's just the two of them yeah left. and ferdy goes down a very long hallway mm-hmm. this hallway is so long and there's ducks noises and there's big bangs and he's like very scared with his dirty hairy pistol that yes why didn't he did he keep the pistol like why didn't he give it to her when it when it turned out that she was the only one with good aim because he has any capabilities at all i mean she and the other girls like came up with the idea for the um using the flammable yeah well no she she was in the camp store she said you know what i need oh sorry they found they found i'm gonna put the flare in my breast very very and no one's gonna talk about it i'm not gonna pretend like it's there she definitely fell a couple of times like it would have fallen out eventually no no she pulls it back out looking like it's brand spanking new and then she goes oh i can use this and lights a bunch of paint on fire no well that was so strange the way she was like oh first i have the flare then Ah, paint. Then it was the accelerant. And then you just opened up a strange amount of them. And the colors were so pastel and super gay. She turns out to be a great chemist slash yeah. marine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's so capable. So she, she uh, the boys, The boys did find those propane tanks. And they yes. tried to blow up the elevator with them. But, of course, she was the only one with any uh, aim. Uh, aim. She, she, was the the only, she was the only one who knew to brace herself. Against right. the against the uh, railing. I mean, everyone else was just so dumb. Uh, yeah, useless compared to her. She she became for all she of the feathers all of us. for all of the feathers in her hair. Uh, Kelly Maroney uh, in the lead role became a, a quite capable final girl, and it was fun yes. to root for her. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was I, very gay for her. Yeah, I, I was very proud that like this girl who, by all conventional attract standards is beautiful in her own right. Right. But put against these sex like crazed people. Yeah. She like made look dowdy and because of that you doubted her you see what I mm-hmm. and you doubted uh, the dowdy i doubted the dowdy but that's what you can't do mm. you can never doubt the dowdy because they are crafty and this bitch knew what she was doing yes she did but then silently the robot appears behind her mm. and then they're just, quiet robots for, for for being as clanky as they were the clanky and then tin the pots they weird, are jeez the weird way the arms of the robot fell open and did the YMCA for a little bit, <laughs> and they would kind of wiggle around. Fucking battle bots. Right? It destroys Susie, it kills Linda, it kills all these other people, but it takes forever for even to come close to coming to kill her. Meanwhile, mm. Ferdy goes from one side of the mall to the other side of the mall in a split second. I didn't notice. Well, he says, I'll take the east, you take the west. Mm. 
and they go opposite ways. All right, first of all, who knows which direction right, exactly. east and west is in? If you're being chased around by fucking robots at a in fucking a, wall, that in makes a mall, no sense. Who's was, got a compass? Exactly. <laughs> who can find the North Star? Follow the drinking gourd. Um, <laughs> oh, at one point, doesn't she run through? Uh, I love the the scene where she runs through the pet store. Uh, I love a mall pet store. She did not need to smash that top window. She smashed both the top window and the bottom window. And the pets she, run all over the place. Come and she on only now. needed the bottom window. And she did the top one because the robot had to go through the the the, the crowbar system. It would have been too much for the money, I think. And they were. It, she was. She was. A, she was a smart thinker. I liked her for that. They sent those pets everywhere, and the it, spiders and the snakes. And for a and for a, a a scary movie that's all about tech, to see like a uh, a plague of wild beasts come yes. upon the screen is is oh, kind God. of fun. But it did remind me of this time that I took a date to the mall pet store, thinking like that was a place that people actually went. Oh to go on God, a date. I Joshua. took this poor man. I was just like, let's go to see the pets that we can all, that we can buy once we're married. Oh my God. <laughs> we, can see, we can see all the animals we'll raise together. No, I, no, I, don't, know, fir- wait, wait, I wait. don't know what made me think it was a good idea, but I did love animals. So I was just like, come, yeah. come see me, come, come see me be in my natural habitat. Yeah. yeah. I, my first date ever was what a at, trash at, monkey at, at a was. cookie bar. And I took a woman, that's how deep in the closet I was, oh. to a cookie bar. And I was very proud because it was also at a mall at the time. Oh. I think it's everybody, I think every, from like 1979 all the way through like 1995 could probably mention one date they had in a mall. Yeah. Were you born in 1979? No, I was born in 1992. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, Gen are X you telling me about how you lived through the 80s? Yeah. I, I never knew. <laughs> well, apparently I've had this whole life. I never <laughs> even knew it myself. Um. But uh, she hides behind dog food, and the dog food container is comically small. Mm-hmm. It's like if I use and, a... And it works. And it works and it surprisingly works. well. Oh, boy, these robots are dumb. Not yes. only are they dumb, they have the aim of a, of a Star Wars stormtrooper. They oh, can't yes. hit shit. Not only that, but they can't control the magnitude of their uh, blasts, because yes. some of them literally just tickle your taint, and then the rest of them literally blow you in half they blow your head up and all and honestly it would be a fun drinking game like every time every time I, a laser didn't hit one of the people that's when you drink you'd be dead you'd be dead you'd be dead you'd be dead much like all these sex crazed teens, teens. young people young um, people the, the but probably then, in their 30s when they filmed yeah they definitely looked like they were way older than anything even close to resembling they them. were all 28 probably yep. uh, and then the fireball was so massive Compared to it was the... like a Power Rangers villain yes. dying. It, I, I was like, oh, oh, this must have really caused some, some big red explosion sparks everywhere. Yeah. Like, and they did part of it in slow motion. Most of it wasn't, mm. but then, then a part of it was really slowed down. It was very strange. And then, of course, she gets her man, mm. and of course, he has. So cute. Well, and and like she has to save the day, and like I'm glad that you know she gets to keep her dick appointment at the end. Yeah. Like, We've all had that night. We all need and an, an adventure like that, a near death experience, has to be has to have made them both very horny. After yes. all, they are eighties the nerds. The adrenaline just went straight to their genitalia. Right. I hope they go back to the furniture store now that all the robots are dead to get like a quickie yeah. before they leave. No, they're all dead. The bed is free. The we beds can just are, the finally the beds are free, and and he's and he's eating that pussy and and shouting, "You're the queen! You're the queen!" And, and that's and the that's, future liberals want. And that's where that's where we wanted this movie to go, but well, it just ends on a 
well, happy. They're they survive. It ends very Disney esque when they pan up from them in the mall. It has gone back as far as it possibly has go, and as it goes up, the banners of the flags are there. Honestly, those look like the trans pride flags. Oh <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm like, oh, what a wait, what? No, of course this movie from 1986 is not <laughs> doing that. But no, no, there no. were these like pale pink and blue flags, and yeah. I'm like, it's very, it's very. That's gay. what it made me think it was of. Very gay, <laughs> very, very, very queer. Um, well, we've come to the moment of the podcast where mm-hmm. I ask you if. Uh, this movie made you gag. Girl, I done gagged. I done been gagged. I've been gagged all over the place by this film. I, I don't know much about campy horror movies, and this was a fun little... Are you much of a horror no, I in general? I, I hate horror. I, 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 I'm not a fan of being scared. I mean, I like gay horror, which is most horror that mm-hmm. I've, I've been realizing. I mean, yeah, well, can't, so so you wanted something campy, campy and when I brought and, this up, what made you say, let's do it? Well, I mean, of the, the myriad of options you gave me, I did. <laughs> this one kind of sang to me because it said shopping mall robots and horny teens, mm. and I don't know how you don't have a winning combo with that. Yeah, and you it, and the movie was clearly that as well. It is a, it is a winning combo, I think. Are you saying that this movie was a good gag? It was very good gag. I, I agree. It, it, it got me. It got it gooped me a couple times. Mm. It got me a couple times. Mm. I chuckled. I chortled. I oh, sniffed. Wonderful. I snorted. It was it's a lovely thing to do on a Sunday evening. That's great to hear. What? Yeah. N- so you normally go for gay horror or well, it's like an American horror story kind of horror uh-huh. where it has like very obvious. Queer, queer undertones, yeah. Right. Overtones sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. And they're a little, sometimes a little too, little, little too... A little too uh, on the nose. <laughs> yeah, a little ding thong. Hotel was just a little too on the nose for me. I adore Ms. Gaga, and she does a fabulous job. She's an, she's an amazing performer. Yes, 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 yes. Ms. Gaga. Uh, Ms. Gaga. And the thing of the opposite of that, whereas... Uh, I really can't. So Anaconda, we talked about this. Anaconda, Anaconda is my first horror movie. Would have done that movie in a heartbeat as well. Yeah, Love I, it. I, I, I think I might rewatch it now. It's made it through this, no problem. And, and then go it, watch J Lo and Hustlers and see how far she's come. It, it would oh, be great. It would be a great. Oh my god, that's right. J Lo was in that movie. Great. Nick Cage and J Lo were in a movie together, and it was crazy. Nick Cage isn't that who the guy was? In what? In, in Anaconda? Anaconda? No, it's Owen Wilson. Wow. Well, Nick Cage that's... is not in that movie ever. Wait, the who am I thinking? What horror movie does? It was Ice Cube. Maybe it was. Maybe it was National Treasure. Was thinking of for a while there. You mean the beginning of this movie where the guy steals the Hope Diamond? Yes, exactly. That with I'm going to steal the Hope Diamond, truly. and then I'm going to wrap it in the Declaration of Independence. That's a very good impression of and Nick then, Cage. And then I'm going to scream like I've been shot in the ass with a robot. Blast yeah, that, taint thingy that mm-hmm. just makes me go. Rah! Yes, and that's a very good scream. My Thank God. You. Yes, I've been working on my Nick Cage impersonation. Um, you know, you know, for role playing. Yeah. Well, who doesn't love a good Nick? Like, like right, right at the moment of climax, just screaming Nicholas Cage like in your partner's face. It sounds like a real fun time. And Can I think, I please hear what you scream in your oh, in your lover's you ear. You mean like? You mean like? You just go. You just go. Oh, the bees! Not the bees! Oh, it's all the bees! The bees, they're just coming out of me, the bees! You know, something like that. <laughs> I'm always looking for a man that's not just full of bees. Just full of bees. Just full of bees. My God. And on that note, I'm glad yeah. that you gagged on this movie and that Thank you, you gagged on it again. Gag finally. I wouldn't... I wouldn't gag on it alone. This is a movie that no. requires a crowd. Preferably, you want to gag on this as a group. Oh, definitely. You need a group gag because if, if only one person is gagging, 
not really enough. It's not as fun, no. And and even even though like watching it alone to prepare for this was yeah. was a wonderful treat. And it was actually my first time watching it all the way through, despite wow. knowing the plot, the the major set pieces and everything. It was just again one of those movies that I knew about but it just never yeah. gotten the chance to watch. And I'm very happy I finally uh used used you as an excuse oh yes it was fabulous thank you for opening a whole new world to me absolutely and uh greg is there uh, anything you would like to promote or your, um per, for instance your social media oh yes I'll, the only social media i respect nowadays is instagram i know it's facebook owned but we have to do something yeah. ratkin on on, on instagram g-r-a-t-k-i-n mm-hmm. and i'm on insta whore see so those hairy shoulders yes in you'll see real it. time all all of my beautiful in every filter yes or none because honestly why why put a filter over a beautiful landscape oh look at you that what a what oh thank you and uh <laughs> on that note i'm gonna just give your hairy shoulders a tight squeeze and say thank oh. you for joining me oh thank you honey thank you for this little kiki habit of course i haven't seen you in a long time and it has it's fantastic you just, just to just gag on yes, a movie together. Just gag together. And as always, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter, even though Twitter's a freaking hellscape, mm. at Joshua Simon Says. And I, I see that little smirk. I know, mm. it's it's garbage, and it's I love cute. it. It's It's so, uh, I love it. It's I fresh. love how tasteless, tasteless it is, because that's going to be my brand from, yeah. na- from now on. I'm going to be Clearly. tasteless trash. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not tasteless. You have a taste. It's a, it is a, um, acquired taste, mm-hmm. I would say. Much like this film. Much like this film. But, again, it's one that I think does get better, uh, on, on with repeat age. viewings. And with age. Because it is a trash heap of, of, uh, of 80s misogyny and, and Ooh. trickle-down economics. But it is a fun time. <laughs> Sorry, I keep clapping. God. <laughs> Don't worry um, about it. No, like, and, and I know that this movie have ended... But honestly, one of the things that I kind of adored about this movie is it felt Americana-ish to me. Like I was, <laughs> but like, it was also is... poking fun at it, right? Like it was like it was almost it, it kind of winked at you the whole time. Being a lot like, of winks. We know yeah. how stupid this is. A lot of winks. And if you took it seriously, I think that's you're part of the problem. I yeah, you're not supposed to take it seriously, but yeah. it seems that they took themselves seriously to make it, and that's yeah. why it works. You can't just right. earnestly make camp, or right. you, you can't you can't make camp with the with the you idea that you're going to make it. Yeah. So be aware of the camp in your life. Yeah. But and I think do think to. that some of it they were aware of. Oh, and yeah. thankfully some of it they weren't. Like the woman who literally will not allow her pussy to be eaten. What a what if a you eat what a pussy, joke. I'm going to hurt you. Right. Go Good get my Lord, cigarettes. And don't Go even die. stop chewing your gum. And on that note, I hope you all gag on this movie because it's a good time. Merry Hanukkah. And Charismacus. And a chappy, choppy new year to all. Bye now. Bye.